guys, what's up? We are here. We're going to talk today about discipline equals freedom and what that means. And then also a little bit of a talk about good and maybe the fact that you've heard that around the gym and kind of what we use that for. Some of this stuff is from Jocko Willink, and he's the writer of Extreme Ownership, a former Navy SEAL, and puts out a lot of good motivational material, but also, I think, perspective material. So I'm going to kind of dive into that a little bit today, and hopefully you guys find it interesting. Thanks. So discipline equals freedom is a great concept for CrossFit and nutrition and health and fitness and everything that we want to do because the underlying concept behind it is that if we can be disciplined in our day-to-day when we have control over things, then that will give us the freedom to enjoy things maybe outside of those days on vacation, and then also enjoy the freedoms of not being stuck in the chains of you know, obesity or having to go to the doctor too often. So I really think one of the best ways to understand this is nutrition, right? A lot of times we're going to maybe be driving home and not have any food prepared and look for that quick fix. We're starving, we're hangry, we're annoyed, and we don't want to go home and cook for 45 minutes just to have our meal. So we stop at Subway or Chipotle maybe, and that's probably on the good end. On the bad end, maybe we stop at Dairy Queen or Taco Bell, right? Uh, So if we don't have that disciplined structure, if we're not living with that ideal in mind, we will take the easy out, and that over the long haul will remove some freedom from us to truly eat what we want to eat. Right, So if I am constantly preparing food and eating healthy seven days a week when I'm living my normal routine, I'm on my way home from work and I was disciplined earlier in the week to go to the grocery store proactively and make sure that my fridge was stocked fully with good things, now I have the freedom to come home and cook a good meal, which will then allow me the next time that I go to a birthday party to indulge and eat the entire cake myself, right? So that's more kind of how we want to think about that is this constant concept of pursuing discipline on the short term when I can control it allows me the freedom when I go somewhere where I'm outside of my normal discipline structure to indulge and enjoy to the best of my ability. And this is something that is a core concept for most elite level health and fitness people where the real reason that they do so well is because they're so disciplined all the time in these little short-term tasks. They never miss workouts. It's a must, not a you know, they never say I have to go work out or I have to go to the gym, right? It's I get to, I look forward to that, I must, right? It is a mandatory thing in their mind that they need to go and do that day. So if you switch that concept and that becomes a priority for you, now that discipline is going to start paying dividends for you for the long haul. But at first in America, we are so used to taking the path of least resistance. It's so easy for us to constantly be indulging in the comforts of everyday life. We wake up, 
we take a warm shower, we microwave a breakfast or get it through the drive-through on the way to work, or we don't eat breakfast at all, and we drive and then we sit all day and then we sit on the car on the way home, we come home, we microwave dinner, and we watch some TV and we go to bed. And it's this life full of an abundance of comfort and sedentariness. And this is what's gotten our society into so many problems is there's never an outward search for adversity. And really the sad part about that is is the more times that I seek out adversity and the more things that I choose to take on that challenge me, the more I feel a massive sense of accomplishment and growth and betterment and improvement. And so once you start to realize that that's sort of the secret sauce to success, then you constantly are going out of your way to find new things to challenge yourself with, whether that be nutrition or sleep habits or stretching or mobility, or you start taking it outside of the health and fitness realm and it's talking to strangers, it's reading books, it's you know not watching television, being positive when the people around you maybe are being negative and being somebody who doesn't accept gossip or talking about people behind their backs, but rather you know, sticks up for people. And some of those kinds of things are hard in our society and it's not the status quo. And sometimes that makes you a little bit of an introvert or an outcast. But I do know for a fact that those are things that will make you a tangibly better person and you'll feel better because of it. So hopefully that's kind of a concept that you guys can maybe get out of this that you've maybe never thought about before. So the concept of seeking out adversity kind of goes to that idea of good, right? Or saying good anytime that something challenges you. So a lot of times how you will hear that used is somebody says the term, oh my God, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And then somebody else or a coach would come back with good, right? Because that concept means that you have now gone into something that has challenged you and then changed you. And you actively took on something that was adversity and that adversity will cause you to grow no matter what the situation was. And when you really start diving into this, you can look at it in any respect. Obviously, we hear it a lot with workouts and probably a lot of that is over-exaggerated. But it could be also, you know, relationships and, you know, somebody breaks up with you and, you know, good, awesome. Uh, some of my biggest um, personal growth things have come from having to deal with, you know, heartbreak and losing people and friends moving away and some of those kinds of things. But it really causes you to take a second for pause and see how am I going to grow and make it past this. So how can we start this, right? A lot of you guys already do it and you maybe don't know it. The 5.30 a.m. crew, you guys dominate this because you guys wake up at 4.30 to go and work out, which means you have to be disciplined enough to go to bed at like 8.30. And so you guys are just total rock stars with this. So you guys could probably write a book on it better than I could. But what we want to think about is starting our day and setting the tone for that day with something that is not the easiest way out or the path of least resistance, right? And so one of the things that I really try to do better at is 
keep your phone on airplane mode or silent or turned off or do not disturb, whatever you want to do, and do not allow yourself to get on and get on social media or check your email before you have woken up and done something for yourself that is outside of that comfort of rolling over in bed and grabbing your cell phone first thing and getting ingrained in all of the grossness that is social media or the hustle and bustle that is the email that's going to start taking really not important, moderately urgent things and putting those in the front of your brain instead of taking 15 minutes that you would have spent just doing nothing on social media, reading emails, and going downstairs and sitting in a squat hold and reading a book, right? That then can become a tangible difference for you, especially if you struggle with a squat or you struggle to find time to read. Now you've kind of knocked out these two things. They are, neither of them a lot of times are comfortable and it's not necessarily what we really want to do because you know we haven't been doing that and so it's a little bit of extra adversity for us but it will noticeably start your day on a stronger path to growth than the alternative in my personal development podcast i talked a little bit about you know how we can do a better job of you know loving our spouse or doing things outwardly for our spouse and i think that this is one of those things where if we really look at adversity, and this is a great podcast I listened to a while ago by Noah Kagan, and he talked about try to think about the smallest task that you absolutely hate doing and your spouse needs or really wants you to do. So for me, it's 100% laundry, right? I grew up in uh, the barracks in the army and I probably spent too much time in my 20s living by myself. And so when you live by yourself and you're in the army and especially doing what I did, you had a lot of laundry and you didn't have a lot of time. So it just became these kind of three piles, right? One's dirty, one's moderately dirty, but you can wear it again. And then one is clean. And I would just kind of organize those on my floor and grab and go as I went. Uh, unfortunately, that puts you into a weird habit when you're trying to live with an organized woman who wants everything hung up in a closet and put away in a dresser. And so this is an area of struggle for me and one of those things where I really try to ensure that I am seeking out the adversity to be more diligent with doing my laundry in a timely manner so it doesn't build up and then making sure that I'm the one who puts it away right when it comes out and I don't get stuck into the piles. And sure, I revert back to old me when I get busy and I start living out of the piles and out of my car. Uh, but definitely one of those things when I start to flip my mindset and I start to think about this like, man, all right, uh, you know, I am just living this life of comfort and indulging and being lazy you know, in, in my head, I'm always like, you lazy piece of shit, right? And I uh, try not to be too mean on myself. But that's one of those things where it's like, I, you got to kick yourself in the ass sometimes and realize when you're being an ass and, you know, get off your ass and go and do something. So that and dishes are two of the things that I, you know, really am trying to be better at. And obviously, you know, just like everybody, I'm not perfect. And there are times where I'm really good at this stuff and times where I'm 
super lazy with this stuff. But, you know, doing this podcast, listening to some podcasts, and again, this is all goes back to that personal development, right? It has to be a habit for you. It has to be something that you are actively working on every single day. Otherwise, you're going to start to slip. And so that's why I like to start to think about some of these small things that I can start to add in every day. And if you set that tone, if you start your day that way, you will be better throughout the rest of the day and you will do better over the long haul because of it. So here's our action items for this week. And I want you guys to utilize your coaches, your training partners, your tribe coaches, myself, and use us as a little bit of accountability. I like to verbalize goals to other people, and I like other people to verbalize their goals to me. I think it helps keep you accountable, and I do my best to try to remember everybody's so I can ask you about them throughout the week and as you start to go down this journey. But think about what is one thing that I know I don't like about myself that I do in the morning, right? And for a lot of people, it's that social media. For some people, it's skipping breakfast. For some people, it's taking 30-minute showers and being late to work. For some people, it's waking up too late or hitting the snooze button too much and then having to rush and get all mad in traffic and not be prepared for that. But think about one thing in the morning that you want to improve and then think about one thing in your relationship or with your roommate or a good friend or maybe even a parent that you could improve, right? That might just mean I'm going to call my mom every single week, which you guys should fucking do. I'm so, so big on that. You guys need to call and talk to your parents. They probably miss you if you haven't. So make sure that you put that into your uh, into your routine. But find something that's going to make your spouse's life better through you being just a little bit more disciplined and on top of your own shit uh, and getting off your ass and doing something. And it could just be something, the smallest things make the biggest difference in your relationship. And so write those two things down, tell somebody, and then this week really work to go out and improve it. Thanks, guys.